Hi, I'm Sissy Graham Lynch. Welcome to Fearless, helping you have a fearless faith in a compromising culture. Welcome to another episode of Fearless. And today we're going to talk about a subject that I have been convicted of over this past year, maybe the last two years, and that is Christians criticizing one another or Christians attacking other ministries. So often in this social media world, it's very easy through emotion to start attacking one another. And I think we live in a time in our society where the world will, is forever coming against Christians, and we can't afford to be divided. Romans sixteen seventeen says, watch for those who cause division. And many times that division is not coming from the outside, but Satan is inside the church using division from the inside out. And that is such a dangerous place to be. So today I want to talk about the dangers of criticizing one another. There are so many nights you get on Twitter and you can quickly become angry. Twitter is not the place to go at night before bed if you're wanting to go to bed happy. Because what you often see on Twitter or social media, obviously, are people attacking one another. You see hateful comments and just people being nasty. It's so easy on social media to be nasty because you're hidden behind your computer screen. Uh A lot of times what personally hurts me is when I see people in ministry attack my dad. That's the hard one because they might be judging my dad or the ministry of Samaritan's Purse or the ministry of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, maybe one sentence that was taken out of context or one tweet and not knowing the heart of my dad and the ministries. And I'll never forget... It was a couple years ago. My dad really challenged us kids as we're sitting around the table not to be critical of other people's ministries, at least publicly. Don't publicly be critical of other people's ministries. I remember asking him about another ministry that I didn't kind of agree with. And he said, Sissy, who am I as Franklin Graham to know what God has called that person in their ministry? If they're not doing something correctly, if they're not using their finances, right, if they're not living their life or if they're not proclaiming the message God told them to, God will take care of them. He doesn't need me, Franklin Graham, to do it. And that has stuck with me because I am guilty. I'll I'll sit around my kitchen table and complain with friends about this person's ministry and that person's ministry. And I think it, you know, I want to be careful. Of course, we're going to have concerns. Sometimes we'll see concerns in different ministries or in different uh faith leaders, lifestyles, maybe. And my dad, for sure, has had concerns about many ministries, and he might share those privately with his friends or with his family, but he will never publicly criticize another ministry because when we go public, we are dividing the church. We start dividing more Christians. We're dividing each other. And I'll never forget one time an employee of my dad Uh, was telling me this story that he kind of questioned my dad's decision on another ministry he was going to work with. And what I respected of this person, this employee, he went to my dad and said, you know, Franklin, 
why? Why do you work with this ministry that we might not see all this theology line up together? And my dad said, we have more in common than we don't. And that has stuck with me over the years. We have more in common with our love of Jesus and wanting to share the love of Jesus with other people than we don't have in common. And we have more in common than we don't, that being the gospel of Jesus. So Satan will use those differences, but those differences can be beautiful as we look in Acts. And I love the story of Barnabas and Paul, and they had a big disagreement in their ministry which led them to separate in ministries. And Barnabas went this way and Paul went this way. And how God used that disagreement, the differences between two men, to multiply his gospel and his love. You know, I think, too, so often it's easy when we get in our cars on Sunday morning and we leave after church and we can criticize our pastor, right? It's all he spoke too long or he didn't give enough Bible references or he's too boring or it didn't flow the way we liked or somebody was sitting in our seat. And I think it is important to remember that our pastors deal with um, a lot of pressure every week to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to take care of a congregation, to share the love of Christ every day. And with that, Satan's attacking them daily. He attacks their marriages. He attacks their families. He attacks their children. He attacks their finances and their church. I think it is so uh, important that we remember to be an encouragement. Um, I also love Barnabas because in the Bible, he was the encourager. And it's important that we be an encouragement to those in ministry and um, not to tear them down because that's when Satan wins the battle, when he plants that negativity in our hearts and he plants um, and that negativity grows and then Satan plants more seeds. And we as Christians have to stand strong and unashamed of the gospel And that's going to look different in different ways, in different ways of life as a school teacher or as a person in a conference room to uh, a kid on a football field of how to stand unashamed, but not to be critical of one another and how God calls us to proclaim that gospel. Now, there are times that we might see our friends, maybe friends in our ministry that aren't living right. We go to them in private as God uh, instructs us to. And then if they still don't repent, if there's sin in their life, then he instructs us in other ways. But I think on a general basis, as I'm seeing pastors or churches and people in ministry publicly criticizing, that does damage to the church. It does damage to what we're doing as Christians, to our own message that we have to remember. And um, I just continue to remind myself of this, that we have more in common than we don't. I kind of tend to be more of a black and white kind of person. It's right and it's wrong. And I don't see a lot of gray. Um, and I'm not saying all that's always right. God's teaching me all the time. I sometimes will see this musician, and I can't believe they would post something like that. How dare them post that on their Instagram? Or they didn't really take enough a bold enough stand on this issue. And then I, my heart kind of hardens to them. And I have to remind myself— what my dad has taught me. I don't want them judging my dad and his ministry 
based on one picture or based on one sentence without knowing the heart of his ministry or him. So how dare I do that? And that is something I've really been convicted on, um, that we also can't think we know somebody and know somebody's ministry just through one thing we've heard or we've heard somebody else say. I know there's this person on uh, that's on TV a lot and has a huge ministry and a People can be critical that it's a prosperity gospel or, or this. And um, I think we'll never know till we get to heaven how God used this one person to touch the hearts of others. Because his message might have touched a heart of somebody and changed a life that my message wouldn't do or that Franklin Graham or Billy Graham couldn't. And we will never know till we get to heaven. You know, when I think about being critical of other people ministry. And sometimes there's pastors who have fallen, who have lost their church, who have lost their ministry because of sin in their life. And that's at a time as Christians, it's so easy to talk negative and to gossip and to let Satan use that division to grow greater division in his church. But I always remember the story of my grandfather after Jim Baker went to prison and Jim Baker was told he had a visitor and when he went there, he realized it was Billy Graham. And he said, why are you here? And he goes, oh, Jim, when I'm in town, I always stop to see my friends. And at that moment, it was a moment of just grace. And my grandfather wasn't critical. He realized that Satan had used sin in Jim's life to try to destroy a man, to try to, try to destroy God's message. And I'll never forget at my grandfather's funeral, Jim Baker was there, but I looked at men and women from all around the world, different denominations, theology differences between a lot of them, but they all came together because they were celebrating the life of one man. And it was a man who wanted to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that was the only story he was sharing. And... um he never criticized. I never heard him publicly criticize other ministries and other churches and other denominations. He only did what God had called him to do to unify God's church. If you want to know more about my grandfather's heart towards ministry, you can visit billygram.org. I want to encourage you as we close here today to really evaluate your heart, to see if you have been critical of another Christian or their ministry, or if you publicly have been criticizing them on social media. I want to challenge you, instead of criticizing them, pray for them today and see how the Lord maybe changes your own heart as you're praying for that person and their ministry and see how God can use us to unify the church instead of dividing it. We live in a time in our culture and our society. We will not be able to stand together divided. I want you to look at the story of Paul and Barnabas. And I also want you to look at the story of Saul and David at the moment when they were in the cave. And David could have killed Saul, but he didn't because he realized God had anointed Saul. So often we don't know what God is doing in somebody else's life and ministry. May we only do the job that God has called us to do, and may we pray for others. Thank you for listening to the Fearless Podcast. To stay connected, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Sissy Graham Lynch.